I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, yo! I argue with my mother, spring, summer, fall, and winter time. Get that off the table, Cameron. It's dinner time. What? I got a line downstairs, Ma. I'm in the grind. From 10 to 9, you do your business right. Let me attend to mine. Hey, yo, Cam. Before the cops rush in, close the spot, load the Glock, stay stunting. We control the block. They front and we throw them shots and laugh at them. Shoot them. Shoot from the 4-4 Magnum. That's how we get back at them. Trap them, grab them, and clap at them. In the soldiers rocking green. <laughs> In the country. Keep your dean. Stay hungry. Let's get this cream and get money. These haters wishing they could see my demise. Break my mother's heart, the grief in my eyes. Man, that eat me alive. Let's roll this weed and get high. That's what keeps me alive. Listen to me. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back for another episode. We got the biggest group of people ever in the house. Yes, sir. We got, you know, the people you know, you got Will in the house. What's up, ladies? <laughs> we got you know, my man Justin in the house. What's going on, everybody? And we got a newcomer, Jeremy. Uh, say what's up to everybody, Jay. What's up, what's up, man? And uh, we're just going to keep it rolling like always, man. Make sure you search for the podcast on Podomatic, Facebook, and iTunes. Just search for the Black Guy with Tips. Leave us a comment or a review. Uh, we will read it on the show on Saturday. Um, and if not, you know, we'll, we'll definitely respond to it at least. Um... Email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com, um, and we also read those on Saturdays. And you can call us and leave a voicemail. We already got one so far for the week, 704-557-0186. And um, don't forget that the official weapon of the podcast is... A And the unofficial sport of the podcast is... Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. <laughs> 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 All right, man, so... Um, Let's get right into some podcasting. Like, first of all, I had some podcasting drama this week, <laughs> which, which I'm not, I'm not really. I guess I'm getting accustomed to now because it seems like the bigger we get or the more people that listen to us, then I used to measure it by saying like, oh, that, that's the more haters you get. So the more haters you have, that's that's probably the better you're doing. You know what I'm saying? All the people I think are the best at anything got the most people that hate it. Kobe, LeBron, Mike Vick, like everybody I look up to in life, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so like, uh, this one podcast, and I'm, and I'm not saying their names because I'm not giving you no free pub. I know exactly what they were trying to do. They hit us up on Podomatic and left a comment that was like very condescending, trying to start like some type of play, play beef or something. But this is the same people that hit me up a week before on some like, hey man, why don't you check out our show, man, you know, it's... You know, we're coming up too, man. We just want you to like what you're doing and all this shit. I'm like, cool. So, I'm a busy motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this podcast, being on other people's shit, full-time job. Gotta go kill niggas at the Y. Exactly. Like, it's, it's more to it. It's more to it than just, uh, you know, oh, you want me to listen to your shit? Let me stop everything and hit play. They want you to not go to Wayne night. Yeah. Fuck is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to set up uh, Karen's Xbox this week. 
so she can play table. Exactly. Go care. Got my own log on and everything. Yeah. Go care. I know I'm big balling. You know how you know how much time consuming it is to instruct a woman with technology. That's <laughs> <laughs> time to listen to your fucking podcast. So so I, I you know I downloaded that shit like all right I'm gonna listen to it. I listen to it a little bit at work. I'm like all right it's pretty good you know nothing, nothing bad to say about it. Listen to it with Karen. She liked it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is pretty, they got a nice chemistry going on here. Then, I get this other message. And it's like, yo, we like your, we like your shit and all, but, you know, you ain't fucking with this other podcast. You need to listen, <laughs> listen to them so you can learn a thing or two. That sounds like home security calls. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the same people, probably, no. They stalking you. They poke holes. <laughs> so basically, man, like, they were just hoping I'd go look that shit up or whatever, but little to, little to their knowledge, I had already looked at that shit and liked it. But now, fuck you. I'm not saying shit about your little podcast. And you know I'm never critical of other people. I'm never critical of other people's shit. I either listen or I don't listen. If I don't listen, that means I don't like it, but I never tell you that, and I would never be like, this is what you did when you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because it's your shit. This is the beauty of the podcast. Put yourself out there. You don't gotta worry about what the fuck other people think. So anyway, fuck those dudes. <laughs> Second thing. Let's get a big room fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get fuck you on three. Uh, one, two, three. Fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> Go Saints. <laughs> so anyway, man. Then, so then this other podcast hit me up, man. And uh, or actually no, they didn't hit me up. I found them. By checking that, you know, the podcast that talk shit about us, I checked their little comment log, and I saw that they were fans of this up-and-coming new podcast. And I'm like, cool, man, you know, that's that's cool. I've seen a couple people comment on that shit. That's cool. But the name of the podcast was specifically named after an episode of our podcast. Now, that could be a coincidence, <laughs> but but it intrigued me. It did, it did intrigue me, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's a lot of coincidences in the world. I'm not, you know, what does Nas say? No idea is original. You know what I'm saying? I ain't the first nigga that thought of this shit. So I was like, cool, let me just check them out. I click on that episode. Huh, they, they started the episodes with, you know, music like we do. That's, oh, that's cool. Then they start the show and they um play, they do random thoughts, which is kind of like what we do, which, you know, I hadn't heard. The reason I started doing this because I was like, nothing else is really like what I'm doing, so. But that could be a coincidence, you know what I'm saying? That could be a coincidence. The name of a term that we named one of our most popular shows and these niggas doing the random thought things, like, it is a random thought I had today and some crazy shit, that, that could be coincidence. Playing instrumentals. Behind their podcast, once again, something that I've not heard on other podcasts. Right, right. But maybe these motherfuckers thought of the same thing as me. <laughs> Random thought happened to be about Mori. Just that day, same, you know, around maybe a week or two after we talked about Mori on this podcast. So I'm, wait, I'm listening, and eventually I'm just like. What are these niggas gonna give me my shout out? Cause they obviously stole the fucking idea from this show. I'm not, I don't got behind it. Yeah, they call it the black gentleman who took it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that name either because the way I see it is, if it if it if by some fucking weird ass coincidence, they have completely swagger jacked our style. <laughs> and, and the first one had two dudes on it, so I was like, alright, it's two dudes on it. So maybe you know it's it's kind of like us, it's like they took Karen out. 
second show they got a girl on there. I was like, man, what the fuck? But it's like it's like us, but if we all didn't go to college. <laughs> like, like it's, it's like us without informed opinions, you know, defending Tyler Perry and shit. <laughs> what? What? Man, but you gotta get so he's not gay. Me. So you say right. Tyler Perry's not? Gay. Yeah, and like they do a little subliminal bullshit where I like they talk about shit we talked about, but they try to go at us without saying the name of this podcast. So like, and it's very hard to avoid us because. At the time that they put that shit up, we were the number two podcast for comedy. And they always talking about their rankings, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to believe that y'all really into the rankings. Y'all really into the comedy rankings specifically. Put your shit in the same genre. But you have no idea what this show is like. You just happen to sound exactly like it. Right? Uh-huh. That's the thing, too. People really don't understand the work that you put into making this thing successful. Like, this not by accident, people. Yeah. It's not this not Brian Pumper. <laughs> oh, they talked about Brian Pumper, of course. You know he put in his work, too, now. They talked about Brian Pumper on that, too. And guess what he said? Yo, man, he is kind of whack, but he's the realest rapper out. Damn, that sounds like exactly <laughs> what the fuck I said a week before. It's like these niggas, I, did I accept these niggas? <laughs> they, got, they got inception from the black guy too. <laughs> Whoa, they don't they don't know what that means. Cause they're they, gonna be listening to this episode. Don't worry, it'll be on there next week. Like the only the only problem I have is that they ain't give me credit. Cause I really think that none of this, anything you put on the internet is gonna get copied. You know what I'm saying? That was some article in the roots right after we did our podcast called Rappers and Republicans and why they the same. Damn. <laughs> coincidentally, I, I was a part of that episode too. Yeah. <laughs> coincidentally, the niggas that the, the dude who wrote it is a nigga that follows the same people that follow me on Twitter. Who people who are retweeting that shit? I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> not not saying the niggas stole my shit or not. Just saying it's very. You know, I didn't get mad, but I was like, that's a hell of a coincidence. Man, but, that's some stuff when you when you do see them and you confront them. They gonna deny it. Yeah. Just like, cause they just not, they not even man enough or woman enough to just, well, they probably some bitches. Yeah. They not even women. They probably some bitches. I mean, the man, no offense to my bitches out there. Yeah. But, but, but they probably, you know, just like, you know, shouts to, to the black guy who tips for the inspiration. Yeah. Some, like, when I started this podcast, that was the first thing I was like, I'm gonna shout out people that made me want to do this shit. So I'm, and I'm always doing it every episode. Because what's the fucking point of doing a podcast not mentioning anybody unless they hit you up and giving you props? Knowing you didn't think of this shit yourself. That's fucking ridiculous. Take homage, dude. Take homage. Yeah. Put, a check, put the check in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> put the check in the mail. Yeah, donate to this show. Because of your shit. Every time you get a donation, hit me up with a dollar. I need 10%. Like, this dude, like, they, first of all, they hit, they was hitting it up with, like, subliminal shots. Like, one of the things they said in the episode I listened to was, you know, we have, we got a woman on here. She's a strong black woman. And she's not going to sit in the background and laugh and do this, that, other. And I was like, so they basically taking shots at Karen. Oh, oh. You called him lying out there. Yeah. And the chick they had on there, it wasn't that she was strong. She was fucking ignorant as shit and was loud. Like, I could go find any ignorant-ass loud bitch, but I guarantee that's why none of them motherfuckers are married. Because they fuck with them ignorant-ass loud bitches like that. I was just going to say, they probably somebody baby mama or yeah. baby daddy. And you know what the best part is? If they ain't biting this show, I didn't say their name, and they obviously don't listen, so they have no reason to get offended. <laughs> I, should, I should never hear about this again, theoretically. Right? In theory. 
So I shouldn't even put it on episode four and hear and hear them saying, "Man, it's fucked up how they went in on us," right? Because I'm not talking about y'all, obviously. Or you should hear a lot of apologizing and my bad for not paying homage. And yeah. you know what? Much respect to the black guy who took this yeah, is gonna do that shit. You know what though? You probably they probably took some shit off your blogs, all that shit. <laughs> like it's not even just a podcast. They probably they put yeah, it on Facebook. You gotta read on the blog. Never mind. My bad. My bad. You gotta read from. Yeah, I don't think these the niggas is the reading type, man. But um, yeah, dude, it was just it was mad foul how they did it, man. And like I said, I don't really care. Just give people homage. You know what I'm saying? Just give. It's like if it's like if you watch Kobe Bryant and you watch him for a whole season. Even when he was a kid, you watched him his whole career. Then you interview him when he was about to go in the Hall of Fame. You like, yo, man, I can tell that Jordan was your inspiration. He's just like, Jordan, who's that? <laughs> like, y'all, everything you did was kind of influenced by Jordan. I mean, you, you copied all of his best moves. It's like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I'm not even gonna bring that up. I don't know. I don't know why y'all keep bringing that shit up. I just shoot with my tongue hanging out. Like, <laughs> There's a player named Jordan that plays basketball. Yeah. I just chew gum while we playing. But all I'm saying, why can't people be nice? That's how I spread the word about this shit. I'm being nice. Like, I've never hit people up on some negative shit just to get my name out there. That'd be like me being like, yo, fuck Bomani Jones. Tweet, retweet this, please. Please tell everybody. <laughs> tell everybody I said, fuck this nigga. I really would like to get famous. Like, what the fuck is that, man? I always try to keep it positive. If I fuck with your shit, I always big it up. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, when I first started it, first thing I, out of my mouth was, yo, I got to give respect to Keith and the girl. I would not have started this podcast if we hadn't listened to them. Period. So, anyway, fuck them. And no, I'm not naming no names. I don't know about it's bitch nigga 187. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, nobody hit me up asking me because I'm not telling you shit and I'm not putting it in the show notes. Um, fuck that show, man. Um, all right, so there's this other thing that's that speaking of stuff that we need to get into. Mm-hmm. Brandy, man, who stole her money on the bag? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they showed it. She went yeah, crazy. They it. They showed it. At first, I thought she was hiding it from herself. Like, she got yeah. drunk, hit it in the pussy, and, and forgot it was going. <laughs> right. I thought, well, it was, uh, who was it? Ashley just said, I know somebody stole her money. I believe it because strippers don't lose. <laughs> <laughs> it cost an accountant once. What you talking about? <laughs> she knew exactly how much was in that shit, too. She was like, it was $480. At first, I thought she took it for real, though. Oh, Ashley, because I was like, I mean, she's new in the house. Yeah. She's the only one that she's playing, trying to play both sides. I could see her taking it, but then I was like, wait a minute. What did Leah get money for a piercing? Right. Like, I thought that bitch was broke. She couldn't even afford some hot chocolate. But it was the other thing that was crazy, though, and I'm sure they edited all this out, but they were like, we were constantly lending brand new money, and she wasn't paying us back. Now, if that was true, why didn't that none of that shit make the episode? Like, the editors must have took that out. Like, we just gonna make it look like they all flipped on her. But they should have shown them being like, hey, here's $20, and then just never getting their shit back. Because they showed her treating them out. I was gonna say, my thing is, every time she went to the club, she put her ass in the air, and they put dollars on the stage. Yeah. So, if anything, she should have had more money than everybody else in the house. Oh, yeah. she did. 
Yeah. She did. She, she was she had $480. She Somebody <laughs> hid that shit or something. That's why Erica don't leave the house. It's not because she ain't got no... It's not because the dude coming through hitting it. Adrian. Yeah. It's because she can't afford to go nowhere. Remember, Brandy was buying that bitch drink. And Adrian don't spend money, apparently. So what the fuck was she doing with all this money they supposedly lit her? Because she lost 480 and then she owed Leah 600 Yeah. That's more than $1,100. Dude, I don't know, man. That's if all the numbers was factual, because I don't think they all can count. But I don't know. I think... I think that 480 was pretty accurate. Oh, no, no, no. I think Brandy's number was 100%. She was like, $482.32. Yeah, them other chicks was rounding off a little too much for me. I gave her $600. Okay. And you notice when she asked for $20 for sushi, when they were talking about it later, it went from 20 to 30 30 exactly. Like, that bitch asked me for $50 for sushi. Did you notice when she was making phone calls for money, there was no bitches on that list? She called all dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're a lesbian, right? But all your sugar daddies are dudes. Where your sugar mama? Do? I mean, that's why I always say strippers are like the most confused animals on the planet, dude. Like, <laughs> they, they animals. They, yeah, they really have no like. They really have no code, man. Like. They'll all be like, yeah, I'm a lesbian. Well, yes, I fuck dudes for money or whatever. That's nothing. What does that got to do with being straight or being gay? It's like, all right, whatever, you know. They strippers, we just well, don't make it. Maybe all the chicks, she's fucking them broke. Not just, man, it wasn't that. She tried to hit up dudes. She, just like she fucked that dude in Jamaica. She tried to hit up dudes, and that's what she fucked. She ain't hit up no. And first of all, a woman ain't paying for shit. That's like, what I don't know. Like, 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 women ain't like, sympathetic. Uh, lesbians go out, then how do they pay for the check? That's what I want to know. <laughs> they go Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> They just both sit there for hours looking at each other. Like, nobody, women never pay for so, shit. No. The, the, the man, man relationship. Yeah, I was gonna say, the man chick does. Um, That's why, but well, I don't, I don't Asian know. Orange, Asian Orange, her boyfriend slash lesbian girlfriend. Remember, she bought it that 4K ring, which yeah. is like $20,000 purchase. But I want to see who took the check for the, for the meal, because they went to some little rinky dink restaurant, and who knows who paid for that check. I mean, well, the 4K ring. She better got this. She better grab everything and be like, I got this. But if it was a dude, they would have been eating at a five star restaurant, man. You don't propose at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? But that because it was a woman, she was like, shit, I'm gonna propose at McDonald's and then. Well let me ask you this. Ring. Would you would you rather have a real nice proposal and a little small ring? Or would you rather have a nice ring and a little rinky-dink proposal? Uh, I wouldn't take a ring because I'm a dude. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so then Brandy flipped the fuck out again. You know what I'm saying? Brandy got Brandy got mad again. And she was throwing shit, cutting people. No. Like, she had to go. I can't believe the security, quote-unquote, let her back in the crib. Like, that's a no-no. She was calm. She was calm the next day. But, okay, so let's say she comes back in the crib. Everybody goes out to confront her like they did. And she started blanking again. That's not a lawsuit or something. I guess they signed away a waiver or something. But, damn. She should have stayed, too. She didn't even have to leave. Yeah, that was also crazy. Like, security or the, the personnel never came to her and said, you have to go. Well, my thing is, man, I just have a feeling that she really wasn't trying to hurt nobody, throw nothing at nobody, because all the shit she threw, she ain't hurt nobody. The only time they got two people? No, no, no. No, they they stepped on glass on the floor, and I think um, that the blonde chick probably got hurt when when Leah pushed her down to try to get to Brandy. So I don't think Brandy was really doing shit. Yeah, I don't think she's she's a thug now that she tried to be. No. And I don't trust, first of all, I don't trust people that don't wear underwear. Uh Uh-oh. 
Period. I know that everybody thinks that's hot, but I kind of think it's nasty. But I know everybody thinks that's hot, but I definitely am not wiping nobody that don't wear drawers. Um, the second thing though, I don't trust nobody that got a alter ego when they get mad and shit. Yeah. Like when I start drinking, that's when Star comes out. Like who the fuck is Star? <laughs> Nigga, get out my house. Talking yeah. different. <laughs> I let Will in the house. Star stays the fuck outside. I play her mama. Yo, her mother was off the fucking chain. Her mother was like, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to be the baddest bitch. (laughs) Cut a bitch if you have to. Yeah, her mama was had gave up any type of control over her at a young age. You can tell. Because when she brought up that shit, my father would have just been like, no. Like, Like, even my mama, if I would call my mom, I was like, yo, they isn't trying me, mom. I'm about to have to punch a nigga in the face. My mom would not have been like, well, that's how you do. <laughs> but you know what? The difference is, your mom, and especially your dad, would not let you go on the show to begin with. Right. Your yeah. dad would be like, I will disown you. Yeah, I love you too much show. to ruin my own family name. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, that, that was really the only shit that happened on there. Um... The, the, the stripper dude still chilling up in the house. Yeah. I, I've never seen that chick in bed without that stripper dude. I know, right? They always show up like out there. It's like he hiding in the closet. Like they go good. Yeah. Well, I think strippers are the perfect people that date each other because strippers have stripper drama that is unlike other people's drama. So only another stripper probably can handle that shit. You know. Like, he didn't even wake up when they came in the house. Like, bitch, I'm the baddest bitch in here. I kill everybody. He's just like, huh, what time is it? <laughs> Shit, I'm going to go back to sleep. Set the alarm. Like, they was chilling in the crib. They all got to shake their ass for the new strippers. In the yeah, house. they did that. They yeah. were grabbing the ass and spreading the cheeks and yeah, shit. It was like, cool, let's, let's, get, let's do it. Strippers seem like they about a party, but shit is not going well after they get drunk. And all the repressed molestation memories started coming out. Like, <laughs> but dog, Brandy was the only stripper that was tripping. The other two strippers seemed pretty, uh, pretty even killed. They did, but they, I think they wanted to beat Leah up too. Cause did you see how like one chick would br- hold Brandy and then the other one started interrogating Leah? Like, what did you do? What happened? <laughs> like they was gonna jump her. She, that's, that's, that's why she worked out. That's the real friend. Yeah, that's the real friend. I was like, well, what you do then? Yeah, <laughs> like, like she wouldn't just do this by herself. Like, come on, she's a stripper, and they're so used to stripper drama that they didn't even think that it was Leah's fault. They was just like, what happened? They were breaking <laughs> up the fight in motherfucking heels. They didn't even take the heels off. <laughs> oh, strippers, strippers don't need to take off heels. You don't like boondocks? Oh, oh yeah. They run a hundred you in sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> like Karen says, he was part of their feet, dog. They, yeah. they, be, they be on the treadmill in heels. Yeah, they, they ain't got heels. They, they, they feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel naked. You are naked. No, I mean, without my heels. Yeah. <laughs> you get naked for a living. But, um, yeah, man, it wasn't. It wasn't the most interesting episode of Bad Girls Club. I was kind of let down, man. But I enjoyed it. I, I, I expected some blows to be thrown. Yeah, and I'm sad. I don't say what you want. Sad to see Brantwine leave, man. I am, man. She was a little pistol starter, man. I wonder if they're going to replace her with the one week left. Yeah, how many times is left? It's like the longest season. They got like 13 episodes deep now. <laughs> this shit is like a halfway house. <laughs> so many people just come in and leave. But you know they take breaks, so we probably be in this till January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next week is a bye week. I forgot. Um, yeah, it is. All right, man. So uh, I got some random thoughts. You know, like the show that stole, like the show that stole the idea. I got some random thoughts like that. Um, yo, it just hit me the other day. I was thinking about the movie Snow Dogs. 
Like, do y'all realize how fucking wrong that movie is? <laughs> I ain't never seen that. It's a good movie. It's a movie. It's a movie about slavery, really, man. And the dog, like, it's, it's, they run in the Iditarod or whatever the fuck. Where you beat dogs, and then they got the dogs in there talking and shit. Like, like it's all good. So you got this black man beating these dogs to get across country or whatever, or maybe Disney took it. I haven't seen it, but maybe Disney took it That's out. That's a terrible movie. I've seen it. Was he beating the dogs? Like, how did he get the dogs to do what he said? If it's Disney, he didn't beat the dogs. He didn't beat the dogs. Like, he just talked to them. He did it a mush thing. Mush. He just yeah, said you know mush. They, yeah. You know the, yeah, the like, rain like yeah. on a horse and wagon? Right. Did they do that? Yeah. Y'all like, do realize that that shit hurts the animals in real life. I'm sure. I'm sure oh, Peter wasn't all over it, but I think, yeah, I think Disney done bought Peter out. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Disney was like, listen, y'all can fuck up whoever, but here go this check. Look, I don't think Disney don't have to buy him out. Disney's like, look, you fuck with me, we will crush you. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. we are Disney. Yeah. Like, we actually own the PNP. Either, so don't even fuck <laughs> But um, yeah, man, it's basically a movie about slavery, and he's talking to the dogs like they sentient. So he actually does own talking animals that he should respect. Like, Preach, my brother. That's Preach. fucked up, man. Preach, my brother. The white man always trying to find another angle to suppress us. <laughs> the one uh, do the black dude does beating the dogs. See, Cute that's reverse Jesus. psychology, man. They trying to show. The white man, why he should be afraid of the black man? Because any sense of power, no, no, he's gonna be. See, no, no, see, see, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't getting it, brother. <laughs> this was written by a brother. This shows how black people are empowered. Well, Beat them dogs. All I'm saying is, we promote that, my brother. <laughs> look, as a listen, as a karate expert, <laughs> I don't think that it's all about the oh, white man. All the time. No, did you see? We need to really, we need to. We really need to come around, come behind one thing, and that's that the rent is too damn high. You <laughs> can't be mad around that, but I don't get too it. Damn high. The Yo, yeah. all jokes aside, did you see that dude? Oh, uh, he was on Jerry Springer. Tomorrow, he can teach you kung fu. The kung fu expert? No. Man, listen, you please, after we finish, please YouTube him. He on Jerry Springer. All right, we'll put a link you know, to it on the Facebook page, listeners. Um, yeah. Sorry hilarious. about that. But. For those of you that were confused, that was our Austin Amalega Minute, brought to you by the Black Island. <laughs> so but, we saw... Uh, but hold on, but not sponsored by. <laughs> and official anything that said is not officially sponsored yeah, by. Yeah, that's Justin and Will. Yeah, that's the yeah, yeah, that's That was Jerry. What y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know everybody's sitting around like, yo, I thought they said five people. <laughs> yeah. Um Alright man, so I saw some racism the other day. Uh Speak. I went I went to GameStop. <laughs> Speaking of racism, my brother I went to that impressionist imperialistical uh, uh, I went to GameStop. <laughs> Justin knows these dudes, or at least one of them. But you know, tall Jr. that we play ball with. Yeah, yeah. He was in there. <laughs> I can't believe that. It was so random because I'm in my work clothes for one, and I'm in the hood off South Boulevard, Woodlawn. Shout out. Um, so I'm over there. What's up? <laughs> so uh, I come up in there and I'm looking to get Fable for Karen. I got. I want to reserve it before it comes out. And uh, when I go in there, they're shopping around. I speak to them like, what's up? They wearing some hood shit, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like baggy pants and like a hoodie. 
So they probably, like the dude behind the counter probably thinking they're gonna rob him until <laughs> until I came in that day. It's like, oh thank God, somebody recognized him. So, so Negro. Yeah. So they they went up to the safe Negro. They went up. So they went up to the counter and uh they were trying to buy these huge games and the dude was like, um, how I'm gonna need to see some ID. And they was like Need to see some ID. <laughs> yeah. Now both these niggas are got tatted. They tatted up. Both of them look like they over like thirty or approaching thirty. Neither <laughs> one of these dudes are uh, look young to me. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, uh, I don't have my ID on me. He's like, Well, I, you know, I need to see some ID. Oh, I can't sell you all these games because they mature. And it was like, dude, I'm old enough to get the damn games. And then the dude was just like. Well, you know, that's how the cops get you, man, and stuff like this. I'm like, so the cops will hire these two niggas. <laughs> these are the ones the cops were sending. Now, you know, the, yeah, you know the cops were sending, like, some 10-year-old white boys and be like, I want get, I want Grand Theft Auto 7. And, and, that, and then that's how they bust you. They're not going to bust you with two regular-ass niggas. So you ask him to get robbed. He, he, that's almost like that line on minutes. I feel sorry for your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I did start having flashbacks and do the right thing. I, like, I hope this shit don't go down on my lunch break. I can't be late. I can't be late. So, um, dude, so basically, man, dude carded them, and I was behind them in line. And so, after the dude carded them, he took their cash, held it up to the ceiling, and, and looked at that shit like, like when, you know, back in the days in the old Western movies, they showed the dude bite down on a gold coin. Like, he looked at their money like that shit was a doubloon, and then, like, checked it out, made sure it wasn't fake. And then put the money up, gave them their change. Only, only sold them like the one game they, they, that they could get, you know, because you no know, niggas don't buy G-rated games. And so uh, then they left, and I was behind them. But when they was walking out, I was like, sorry about this racism, man. You know, loud enough for the dude to hear me. And uh, so then I was next in line. And of course he carded me because I was behind them, like no brainer. Like if I would, if he would have not carded me, I would have. Been even more, <laughs> but um. So he carded me or whatever, and you know, tried to he tried to offer some like excuse about why he had to do them like that. And I'm sitting here like you ain't have to look at that money like that though, dog. Like y'all got a pen or something? And how the fuck are you gonna tell from looking in the holding up a counterfeit bill to the to the to the to the light? It's a particular type of um. The guy like the watermark yeah. like, But they normally take a pen, right? Don't, yeah. Like don't they? Yeah. Most, the pen will make it, it'll change colors. Yeah, like if you care, and I'm assuming you care, <laughs> if you're checking every fucking dollar, yeah. why wouldn't you just have buy the pen and save the the embarrassment? This of nigga doing was that. checking five dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like dating on Friday. Like come on, you gonna be super fucking employee of the plan? Yeah. Top flight security, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Top flight security of the world, Craig. And JR and them got a lot of fucking tattoos. Like, obviously, over 18 get tattoos. Yeah. He got a lot of fucking tattoos. Dude, it's, it's so, it was so bullshit. So, anyway, man, dude sold me my game and shit. Or I reserved it. And then they tried to hit me with the upsell like they always do. And then they tried to hit me with some new shit where you got to get a new type of card. And on this card, you're supposed to put a catalog of what games you already own. And then when you come in, you scan your card and it tells you suggestions for shit you want to, that they want you to buy. No. You supposed to be like, fuck your shit. <laughs> um, 
I was getting ready to call him white, but I changed my mind. They <laughs> really racist, so I was getting ready to call him the GameStop. He's like, fucking employee. What's like, just is not racist in public. What's whack about it? Please clarify that for me. What's whack about it to me is that I already don't like going there because of all the suggestions. I go buy a game and then it's like, you know, the new Call of Duty's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get that would yet. Would you like man. to buy a guy, the same guy that was right beside the game I just picked up and I buy that? <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> like, I when purposely you, didn't get the guy. When you can download it for free. Go to IGN yeah. for free? Come on. But remember, we had talked about the scam that GameStop got, in, got anyway, even when you return games, try to oh, send them back. Yeah, yeah, that's, see, that's the thing. I understand that hustle, but I ain't got to respect it. Like, if you buy a game out of GameStop immediately, you know what I'm saying? You buy the game, you walk out the door, you unwrap out the plastic, and then you go, oh, fuck, I don't want this game, you know what I'm saying? And you try to turn it back, you're like, hey, I'll just sell it back. Them niggas will be like, all right, so now it's $25. We'll give you $25. Off your $60 game. In store credit. Store credit. <laughs> store credit, not cash. Yeah, they used to offer cash, but then they would hit you even worse. It was like sharecropping. They would hit you even worse. For like, okay, we won't give you cash. I mean, we'll give you cash, but now it's ten dollars instead of twenty-five. Like, it was just a straight-up hustle. Wow. Man, you gotta be on crack to sell your game. Right? <laughs> it's the only way it makes sense, dude. But um, anyway, man, that shit was racist, dog. Um, but you know, racism has benefited me before. And uh, Will was there when it happened. Uh, we went to the Triple uh, X stop shop. You know what I'm saying? To get we I, we had this thing for Wee Night. This thing for Wee Night is called the, the Halfway oh, to Christmas shit. or Halfway to Triple Xmas Porn Exchange. And when you go buy weird exotic porn that you would never want to watch in your life, put it in like a Dirty Santa type game where you end up basically getting somebody else's gift. And the goal is to try not to get the most fucked up one. You know, so uh -huh. normally it's like a couple, you know, a couple regular ones. And then always there's a bunch of black porn because for some reason, my white friends, my white friends think black porn is like fetish porn. I don't know why. I'll be looking at that shit like, I hope I get that one. <laughs> I, would, I would watch that. I was hearing the question while y'all was going into the store together. Yeah, well, I mean, we were saying, y'all freedom on another level. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I always ask his opinion. <laughs> and the, the only rule is that you can't have, like, gay porn. And uh, that might be the only rule. You can't have gay porn. <laughs> That's so, a good so, rule. That's a good rule. Yeah, so we go in there and shit, right? But people have pushed the limits. Like, one had this one that was like, uh, dude looks like a lady. And it was it was dude it was a dude that would dress up as a woman, and then the woman would put on a strap on and fuck the dude. Oh, this was oh, yeah, it was it was uh, a Dia Part Four. <laughs> this is Tyler Perry sex tapes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but what Shout I out to Tyler Perry for getting it in. What I, what, I didn't what I didn't understand was like, dude was like, it's not gay. And we have, we still have an ongoing debate about that shit. Cause I refuse. Okay. I refuse. There's no yeah. debate on that. No, any, anytime something goes in a dude's ass, it's whether gay. a chick has it strapped on or whatever, yeah, anything on in there is gay. It's, gay. it's, least, it's at least a percentage of gay, and that is like the 99th percentile. Like, if it, the only thing about that scenario that's not gay is that it happens to be a woman fucking you in the ass. That's it. It's still if, gay. If, if you yeah, think 99% gay. If you think it's, it's, it's not gay, if you think this is not gay, then you're gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, the board would say that you are gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
The results are in. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, man, we went in there, and this dude, he was the flaming this dude. Dog. This flaming dude behind the, the, the register. And for some reason, and I think it was because of racism, he was so excited to see me and Will come in. <laughs> he was the he, he like he turned into a salesman and porn is like crack. It don't, you don't need to sell. Yeah. Yeah. You don't sell porn. You just put it out there on display and people buy it or they don't. There's, there's no I've never been convinced about porn. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that is a good purchase. Yeah. I was going to spend this money on Girl Scout cookies, but now that I'm thinking about it, fuck those kids. I'll sell you and get the three-pack. Yeah. So basically, man, this dude was trying to sell us some shit, man. He he pulled out this glove, right? And the glove vibrates. Now, this is when I started being like, I'm pretty sure this dude is gay. <laughs> Like you know, this is it's it's uh, water resistant, so you can put it anywhere in your body. Yeah, oh, you know, like, uh, yeah, I thought y'all was a couple or something. He probably, he probably yeah. did. Yeah. Damn, I thought y'all was a couple because y'all came in together. He didn't see us both start shopping for straight porn. The gaydar, as gay as he is, he should have known that shit. Seriously, dude, but I think he's trying to turn it. That's a lot of hard-looking dudes that I get. Hey, he's I now pronounce you. Don't worry, I'm not gonna touch you anywhere nasty. And then, what do you like? Touch you on the back or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, oh, this feels too good. I'm confused. I really thought y'all was a couple. I really think he was. I think he might. In the bad girl's house. <laughs> I think he might have thought we was. Like, I've never thought about it that way, but Karen's probably right. He probably thought we was gay, even though we was looking at straight porn. Maybe he thought we was gonna wait till the other people left and then go yeah. to the gay section, because people do that. But. I was like, no, but I did end up buying some Japanese animated porn, <laughs> which is just as bad, you yeah. know. So, you, you know, you probably thought worse of me, like, you ain't gay, but you like tentacle rape? What's this shit? I'm like, I couldn't even explain it. Like, I can't even, like, that's the word. Next time I'm going online, but I couldn't even explain that shit. Like, oh, no, man, it ain't for me. Like, he ain't gonna that shit. Probably get that all the time. Before then, he probably was like, where's the party? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, get get down, do you? But anyway, man, so that was when racism benefited us because he was, that was definitely a black or a couple. Um, <laughs> so I didn't find out till yesterday that October is anti-bullying month. Did y'all know that? No. I know it's breast cancer awareness, but I, this is my first time hearing the anti-bullying month. Uh, apparently a bunch of celebrities are doing like commercials to promote anti-bullying like Kim Kardashian and a bunch of people that probably never been bullied in their life. <laughs> like, what was they bullying Kim Kardashian about? You're too fine. Your ass too fat. Yeah. I don't appreciate you being all attractive I'm sure at one shit. point she probably didn't like that because she didn't have a typical um, white girl figure. Mm-hmm. Maybe, dude, but I, 
it just made me realize, man, it was too late and they need to do a better job because I've been bullying people all month. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I've been doing. I just go to the Y and be bullying people, man. Well, they it's more like teaching. You're teaching them fools to fish. <laughs> <laughs> they need to say thank you after they get I just think us. instead of patronizing us with these fine-ass, good-looking celebrities, they should have, like, precious do the... <laughs> like, make it believable. <laughs> like, y'all can't pick somebody like George Lopez. I'll be like, yeah, you probably got it pretty bad when you was yeah. about 14, dude. So, anyway, man, um... Karen got favorite three. Mm-hmm. How you liking your game? I like it a lot. I'm playing the hell out of it, but I like it. Yeah. So is it cutting in on your nap time or? It is cutting in on, but that's one of the few things I would give up for nap time. Damn, that's serious. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's serious for me. For those of you out there who read all my tweets, that that's a serious. Cause that's thing. what I've been reading, like. Yeah, I'm about to take another nap. Like, <laughs> like she get a nap up 30 minutes ago. Yeah. But she got up to cook and talk to a nap again. Tired for all this napping. Need a nap. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Karen's playing Fable 3, man. And then she was talking to me the other day. We was going out to get some sushi or something. And she was talking to me about the storyline in X-Men called The House of M. Mm-hmm. And it's just this uh, graphic novel. And I ain't going to get into the details, but... Like, it was making the nerd in me so happy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is why I fell in love. <laughs> Talking about Magneto and video games. Like, yes. I agree. Yes, and you know what? One good thing about the deal is Roger got the new slim Xbox, and I got the over. I don't care. I just want my own Xbox. Yeah, don't don't be putting that on the podcast. Okay. I might have to bleep that out. You know, niggas might run up in my shit. <laughs> I'm like, are oh, they balling like that at the, at the Blackout tips? But it's another call to Homeland Security. Yeah. It's what this here, too, though. Yeah. Oh, you swagger jacket. Yeah, don't get tased. Uh, <laughs> but all right, man. So, so also, man, there was this conspiracy that Karen perpetrated on me this week too. So I can't, I can't just say all the good and leave out the bad. For some reason, Karen would not put Miracle Whip on my sandwiches, man. <laughs> you know how hard it is. Sandwich without Miracle Whip. No, <laughs> it was an accident. You know how hard it is to eat a dry sandwich for lunch. <laughs> it was more than once, Karen. Yes, twice. Accident, really? That's a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, it's, it's a goddamn conspiracy. <laughs> like the Dark Hater said, man. It was, man, I was so frustrated because I was looking forward to my sandwich all day. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat healthy today. Give me a nice sandwich and I can go get fast food or nothing. Man, I go get in the car, man, eat that dry ass sandwich. I'm sitting there eating that shit like slave food, man. I was so disgusted, man. It was just disappointing. And, and, and see, for those of you out there, I love Miracle Whip, and I smother sandwiches in Miracle Whip. Now, at first he told me I put too much on there. Now I ain't putting enough I, on So there. she was like, I don't think No, that you ain't putting none. I'm not There's a difference you. between too much and none. I'm not going to blame you. I'm going to blame the game. Yeah. I'm going to blame the game. Before she got Fable 3, but she must have had <laughs> Fable 3 on the mind or something. She almost ate. I had to threaten the game to get my Miracle Whip, dog. I had to text Karen, like, I had to text Karen, like, I guess I don't need to reserve this table three days. <laughs> then all of a sudden the miracle whip came back. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. Um. All right, man. So. Black right there. <laughs> to the fullest, right? Am, am I? Now we all black in this room. That's no secret. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, I'm kind of, I'm on yeah, you a little yeah, lighter than everybody, but you know, if you get pulled over in you South Carolina. Oh, I'm still black. Yeah, you still okay. black. Yeah. Um. Am I the only one that can't shake the haze of slavery and segregation? From documentaries when they talk about shit that happened within like 50, over 50 years ago. Yeah. Like whenever they bring up something like it's 
like white people be so happy and reminiscent of those days. Like, it, like it bothers me so bad. Like, I'm gonna be like, yes, except for the slavery. Like, they'll be like, well, you know, in the 1920s, you could do such and such and buy a soda for a quarter and do the all this shit. And I'm just like, yeah. Except for if you was black, you couldn't do none of that shit. That's the only problem. That's why. They, that's why it was so good because they had niggas doing shit for free. Jer- now, Jeremy went. What, what was it you went to again? Um, when? Oh, I went to uh, the War Woolworth. Uh, oh, damn. Oh, damn. Yeah. The kind of where the lockout was? Yeah, and where the uh, first was city. It? it was alright. But uh, I got a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. In history. So, he'll try to talk about, you know, some black history. And he can't talk about it, but sometimes he'll be laughing. The stuff that ain't funny. Everybody fans just look at him like, <laughs> is he is he a white dude, black dude? Yeah, he's white. Oh, that's even worse. It's like you know like, when they turn the hoes on them. Interesting, but everybody's like, what's so funny about? Ain't even funny about. Wow, that's fucked up, man. He's fucking with y'all. Yeah, he's like turn the chapter to the water hoses. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if y'all niggas don't laugh, y'all will fail. He's like after the semester though, I'm sure he, I'm sure he gonna get some. He's gonna hate He's like, then they shot Martin Luther King. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm sorry, I thought of something, something else. But um, yeah, that's fucked up, man. But what I was thinking about though is like the James K. Polk home. I went there when I was a kid. Y'all remember that? Yeah, we trip? Yeah. And making lots soap and all that foolishness. Yeah, they made that. They made some type of like pancake shit. Like if you had to make griddle cakes. Yeah. And then they had uh, apple cider. Mm-hmm. Um. But all I kept thinking was, that slave pen's like right over there. <laughs> yeah. Like five feet away. We just not gonna talk about <laughs> the fact that up. human beings was kept like animals and probably doing all the shit that we just did. They were probably the ones making the apple cider. Yeah. They were probably the ones making the last soap. <laughs> yeah, making the soap. So like that bothers me or whatever. It's gonna man. be a lot of white people getting cussed out. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing when I went on the tour to Charleston. Which I been they on. took us to Market Street, Man. aka Slave, Slave Market Street, <laughs> right? But they just talked about this shit like it was, it was like it was a hub of commerce <laughs> of niggas, <laughs> commerce of niggas. You cannot gloss over that. You we cannot be by the busload. Yeah, you can't be proud of this shit. We need to be a little bit reverent. They showed us the slave pens under the courthouse. And the shit was swallowed in a cubby hole, dog. Like, what wow. kind of slaves was fitting in there? It's just like some history books. They talk about Indians. They talk about Christopher Columbus finding America. Right. And all of a sudden, we in Prohibition. And then from there, we in today. <laughs> like, hold on. You, you, missed, you yeah. missed something. Else. Oh, no. You didn't read the three words we had about civil rights? It was bad. <laughs> Martin Luther King. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, so, this got me to thinking, man. Because I'm a problem solver. I'm not just gonna bitch at my white friends and be angry all the time. I want my white people to feel comfortable because I'm sure they feel uncomfortable. The majority of them, that you know, the cool ones, I'm sure they feel uncomfortable when they see the slave pins too. Because now it's like I was hanging out with Rod and then he got quiet. We <laughs> <laughs> talk about shit for two days after that. Rod keeps staring at me with this ugly looking. Man. <laughs> like you want to whoop my ass? Yeah, he like trying to escape the freedom. He gonna cut my throat. So this is what I think they should do. Why can't we just renovate? the slavery out of our old history, man. Like, why not just 
redo the slave quarters at James K. Polk but put like a big screen TV Paddle in there. Paddle all plush and comfortable. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then when you show the little black kids, they have more props. You'd be like, this is where the slaves is kept. And he's like, oh shit, they was better. <laughs> they living better than that. I don't know why I felt so inferior to these motherfuckers. We was chilling. And we fought to get rid of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they had digital cable? <laughs> yeah, you're right. That might backfire. We need to bring slavery back. <laughs> we would have had it but, uh, yeah, man, so I don't think I don't know. Was a digital cable? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nigga, I ain't giving shit. So, yes, because this motherfucker's out there without cable. But you know what? Like, they're thinking about that, like, hmm, you know why he's saying this shit? Because yeah. he'd be a house nigga. Yeah, that's he ain't out in the field. Oh, I definitely wouldn't be out in the field. But you'll get, but look, what if they throw in league pass? You convinced the Republican to invest in anything. Um, Alright, man, so just when we went to go get our Xbox, now that Karen done put it all out there, <laughs> we was looking around because I had to figure out if I was going to be able to do all this like technical shit, transfer data, and all this boring shit. So some dude was playing a video game, and we finally found the Xbox. You know, of course, Best Buy don't have great customer service. They don't. The people just work there. They don't know shit. They just work there. But um, so I found the fucking Xbox without their help, cause we went up there like, hey, do you have a certain style of Xbox in? Says we have one inch supply, but I don't know. Good luck finding it. Like, nigga, get, get your ass from behind the counter, walk around and find it. You work here, not me. He transferred from McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> and it was right. the display box. I politely took that two ninety nine sign. That's like if you come to my house. And be like, where's the bathroom? And I'll just be like, it's one of these rooms. <laughs> Open up the door. Yeah, figure it out. Like, nigga, you get paid to be here. Get your ass up. Anyway, man. So I go over there, whatever. We, we finally get everything together. And we're walking out. As we walk out, some random dude, just random dude. And I never trust niggas that just, it was a white dude, but I just call him nigga anyway. But I never trust niggas that just play video game displays without shopping. I don't trust them. You know what I'm saying? So he was just going from display to display. I'm DJ Hero, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, Dreamcast, I don't know what the fuck. He was playing all this shit, right? And then when we start making our purchases, he he's like, hey, y'all, y'all don't sure you don't want to get a PlayStation 3? I was like, what? Is this the new viral marketing? Like, how am I going to trust the random jobless motherfucker playing video games to help me make a purchasing decision. You need to have a best spot shirt. Well, that's what I was going to say. He probably is an expert due to the fact that he pretending to go to work and go there. Like, that's he, trick, he tricking whoever he's staying with. Like, yeah, I'm about to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> and I was telling him, I wanted to do, like, video game people, pay people to actually go into the stores and, like, play the displays. Mm-hmm. You, but you would think that if, if it was his job, you think he'd do a better job than wait till you already picked all your shit and then go, shit on your PS3? What? Uh, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm just stuck on this level. You would have got it if you wanted it. It was ridiculous, too, man. Plus, I mean... I'm not trusting your advice. Like, if he could have at least approached me with some type of sense, I might have thought about it. I mean, I wasn't getting a PlayStation 3 no matter what. But I would have at least been like, well, that was weird. But instead, it, I walked out of there like, y'all should get security on that dude. Yeah. See, y'all don't know my people name. People kids. And when people start bothering me, I just start speaking Spanish. <laughs> now I'm the English. Now I'm the English. <laughs> now I'm the English. You know what? You know what? The other thing that bothered me too, though, is like, was he trying to set me up for the okie doke? Like, what if I buy a PlayStation 3 and then I walk outside and he got a gun? Like, 
Yeah, nigga, that's exactly what I needed. PlayStation <laughs> <laughs> 3 broke yesterday. Make sure you go ahead and get uh, all the games I have. I mean, uh, you should probably get uh, that Madden, is all I'm saying. Christmas came early. Um, so, I've been watching the NBA, and I'm not about to talk a lot about it, but I've been seeing the promos for Conan, a show I'm not going to watch. I, everybody got on his bandwagon because they didn't like how he lost his job, but I want to see the ratings. <laughs> everybody cool until they take some time or some money. You know, people love the podcast, but if they was all donating, I would be quit my job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's not get carried away. Like, everybody was on this side. But um, the show that bothers me is Men of a Certain Age. I still haven't seen it. What is that one about? It looks like it's a show about, it looks like 50 to 60-year-old retirees hanging out together doing shit. Ray Romano's in it. Uh, the black dude from Thief, whatever his name is. Doesn't that shit come on at like 1.30 in the afternoon? I tweeted about that. I was like, this is a show that your father would love. But he's never going to find because he can't work the digital cable. Like, <laughs> who's in that demographic? That shit should be coming on CBS. No, nobody young that watches the NBA is also like, oh shit, men of a certain age is bad. Probably some all along the women. Yeah, they, probably. They, they probably sexy to, to them. Maybe. No. Maybe. Cougars and Cougars. But Cougars. all along the women watch the NBA. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just asking. Like, I don't know. I thought the target demographic of the NBA is like males from 18 to 35. And here they go trying to pitch you a show for males, you know, 55 to 60. Like, come on, dog. Nobody's watching this shit. Stan don't care. He accepts any dollar that's thrown his way. <laughs> true. That is true. Um, also, I did see some good video game previews. That I want to get that Call of Duty Black Ops. Yeah, I'm definitely getting that. And that Star Wars game look cool, too. Has Call of Duty ever made a bad game, though? No. Not that I played. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan of World of War. I didn't get that one. I didn't get it either. Hey man, isn't racist that I grade white people's slang ability on the curve? <laughs> like I have a friend at work, and she said, um, I was like, yeah, you should tell like this dude has a girl. Uh, no, she said she likes this dude, and by the time she hangs out with him, she's hoping that he doesn't have a chick because they're having a party together. And she's like, if he shows up with a dude, I mean with a girl, you know, I'm gonna be a little bit hurt. And I was like, yeah, just walk over to him and be like, who is this bitch? <laughs> I'm, I'm obviously joking. Let's get advice though. But then she replied back, yeah, um, I'll be like, yeah, who is this man ho? And I was like, man ho. I, I got to do it that way. It's like, I don't know. But then I thought about it. It's probably from Trick Daddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was, I was about to explain the whole thing to us so she wouldn't embarrass herself again. But then I was like, you know what? I just graded on the slur. On the curve. I accept that. You know that's not the first time she's used it, too. Yeah, this is like a C- on it. But that people one. in her but circle are like, damn. Yeah. I didn't even. I don't know that one. <laughs> I think I'll use that one next I time. I feel bad, white people. I'm learning something new every day. I was working, right? So... We, me and this black guy trying to put something together. So we got a white manager. He was like, we was like, that one was his nigga rig. So she coming on like, <laughs> say, for white people, that's Jerry rig. He said, what is that? Nigger rig. He said, what is that? He said, nothing. Just don't ever use it in your life. Way <laughs> <laughs> to educate all at the same time. <laughs> Plus, when white people speak Ebonics, man, like, they say shit that we would never say in Ebonics. Like, 
yo, homie, where the library be? Like, I've never heard a nigga <laughs> speak in the body and want to know where the library is. That's yeah. impossible. No wonder they looked at me funny the other day when I was on West Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny when you're talking about that? I remember when uh, Tupac was Tupac. Uh, and the reason why I'm saying Tupac is because I was listening to the radio and they was talking about the anniversary of his death and the dude that was announcing it was pronouncing it Tupac. He was like, yeah, Tupac Shakur. I was like, Tupac. <laughs> I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> oh, Tupac. Because he didn't play the music. I was like, I'm with you now. Well, <laughs> oh, Tupac was, he was on the down low. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sorry. Next point. Um, I'm not going to anybody's, uh, I'm not going to anybody's birthday parties if I know they won't remember. So no babies. Nope. <laughs> no no real old people. No. And no that. alcoholics. I can't I hate going to birthday parties where they're not gonna remember the sacrifice I made to hang out with them. <laughs> and, you know and maybe this is just me, I know there's a lot of parents that have kids who listen to the podcast. Kids are probably still podcast. When we have kids, you you're not getting a birthday until you can count and know your ABCs. Prior to that you're not yeah, I got an invite today to somebody's one year old birthday party. I, I, I went to one of them shits last year. Why? See, I don't hang out with one year olds. I don't like. No. I, I like they have nothing in common. I like the fact them. that you have a baby and all that. <laughs> but babies and alcoholics are a lot alike, and I don't fuck with either one of them. Like I don't fuck with drunk people. And I don't fuck with babies. Like it's I'm going for the cake. party it was nothing but a whole bunch of women they were all married there with their husband and 95 percent of them were pregnant they're like it's like it was like what they do is they're like well i'm gonna come to yours so when my baby turns one right. you don't come to mine and bring presents that's a nightmare <laughs> and and the worst part is if she is single She's there because she's interested in having a fucking baby. Like yep. that is not. There's so many single women that's that you like, can hang out with. That's like meeting a woman at a wedding. You do yeah. not want to meet a woman at a wedding. Like the, the, the first conversation y'all will ever have is about somebody getting married, and I get it probably be the last one too. When you like, I don't want to get married. Like it's no, thank you. I'm not, this, it's ridiculous. It's like helping them. It's like giving them a head start in the race. <laughs> you go to abortion rallies and shit. Meet them there, man. <laughs> Meet you some women that's absolutely against that shit, man. Um, some progressive. That's how you get trapped. <laughs> they be like, I'm gonna pull. The, I'm gonna go ahead and stop taking my birth control. <laughs> now that I met Jeremy, he seems like a nice dude. I met him ten minutes ago. I'm not gonna take this pill. <laughs> See what happens with tonight. Um. Yo, so apparently they sent out an email to everybody in my job because people have been, we have clients in all the time. And you have a client meeting, you normally get it catered, you know, you get some food for them and shit. Apparently they sent the catering outside the door and people been stealing the fucking catering food <laughs> before the clients can eat. 
Clown, we all hungry eating crows and shit. How embarrassing is that? Like, uh, looks like we got tuna fish, uh, some chips. <laughs> got, got a banana. <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, you know they need the healthy shit. Yeah. We got a vegetable tray. And, and yeah. people know that this food is not for them. I know they know right, like, if you got they a, don't, don't you have a cafeteria? Yeah, well, downstairs we do. But you right? have to pay for that food. Yeah. But this is Difference. free food. If you steal it, <laughs> you steal it, it's free. But what, what freaked me out about it was they normally take leftovers from parties and shit, put them in a break room. Yes. And people eat that. That's what, yeah. That's what I hate that shit. Like, why are, you trying to, why are you trying to take it before it gets to the break room? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And you know it's for clients, which makes us look shitty. It makes us look bad. As they start coming. laying folk off. Right. Like, we, well, we didn't get the business with Nemotech or whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Rob, we got you on camera stealing sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, it was so ridiculous that they had to spot on your day out. How do you explain that shit? Like, how do you come home and explain it? Well, see, what happened was. Oh, you lie about that shit. <laughs> how, did they not, how did they not catch them immediately? Like, I would have just walked out the outside the little and, conference room, and, and, seen the food missing, walked right over to people's desk, like, okay, oh, it's a half a turkey sandwich, okay. <laughs> just randomly at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you decided it was time for half a turkey sandwich. <laughs> and your turkey sandwich just wrapped up the label, turkey yeah. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. And McCallum's daily paper, yeah. So, you know, and I'm, I'm a work-minded person, man. So today, I actually, we have this, this program in our job about safety. Most people do. We work in an office, so it's not too much safety we can do. You know what I'm saying? But I still, I'm a safety-minded person. So I wrote my boss an email today about a safety hazard that we encountered. And this is 100% real. I'm not making any of this up. I sent this email for it. I'm not going to say his name. I'll change it. Uh, Jim. Not sure if this is doable, but I thought I should at least run it up the flagpole. No homo? <laughs> for, you, for you niggas without jobs, that's called corporate speak. <laughs> you, have to, you, have to talk, you have to sound docile in your emails, apparently, to the white people. Please say you put pause. That won't make it so. No, I, could, I, did, I, I wouldn't do that at work. Man. If you're a white dude, you would not get that joke. You would not get that joke. The copy room on the fourth floor. It's just a ticking time bomb for a lost time incident. <laughs> the doors both open up going inwards with no real visibility to what or who is on the other side. Every once in a while, someone will open up the door and almost smack the other person in the face, which could result in some pretty bad injuries. What if we had doors with a window installed? Instead, either that or clear doors, kind of like a house screen door. Well, we can see what's on the other side. Not sure if someone has thought of this before, but I think it could possibly save someone a bad injury and possibly their life. <laughs> <laughs> Safely, Roger. <laughs> so, that was very eloquently put. And Roger has been offered the directorship of safety. <laughs> he called me, uh, he said that was a safety uh, suggestion extraordinary. That's how you get promotions at your job. All you people take notes. That's an initiative, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> All right, so speaking of safety, man, I got to go ahead and uh, get into some articles that have nothing to do with safety. Um, actually, this one kind of does. Safe sex. That's safe, right? Education board defies Ritter on Colorado's sex ed policy. Bill Ritter's administration is in a turf war with the state board of education over sex 
uh, kids and healthcare reform. Uh, state law requires schools to teach science-based sex education and not just abstinence. The governor pushed the policy in 2007 as part of the Colorado promise to cut teen pregnancy rates. Now, now, first of all, I'm always in support of teaching people as much as you can about the entirety of how to avoid STDs and pregnancy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not into the, the put your head in the sand. I know the church don't like that shit, but that's why they have so many people pop up pregnant in church and you be like, they didn't know shit. Of course it's like, no, you just stand up after you come. Like, no, no. <laughs> you can't read that, you know. Um, go pee, go pee. Yeah. <laughs> if you pee real quick, pull out. Just pull out. Um, it's a lot of pull out babies you in the world. Use the rhythm method. Yeah, it's a lot of rhythm method uh, babies <laughs> walking around right now. We're in the rhythm nation. Like, <laughs> Independently elected Board of Education is sidestepping the law by seeking a federal grant to teach abstinence only. Uh, the Bush era program was nixed by the Obama administration but restored as part of health care reform and a concession to conservatives. So that's something that Obama did. I do remember when he had to cave on that shit. Or shouldn't say had to. But when they did cave on that to get extra votes from the like three Republicans they got votes from. It's uh, just Obama trying to help y'all get free health care. Yep. Um, the state board is actively seeking to break the law, said Representative Michael Merrifield. Uh, co-sponsor of the comprehensive approach. Uh, at issue behind the buzzwords of bureaucracy are estimates that a baby is born to a Colorado team every 90 minutes. Wow. Yep. So by the time we get done with this podcast, another baby in Colorado. But what else is there to do in Colorado, really? I mean... I mean, not have babies. I mean, you can always fuck. That's it. Isn't that where they, but isn't that the same place where you can have multiple wives and stuff, too? I nah, mean, that's, that's Utah. Utah. That's Utah. Colorado is the place where you can go to a hotel, have sex with a white girl, get accused of rape, had to go to trial, have average like the most points you've ever averaged in your career. Buy your Finally, wife AK rings. Yeah, buy your wife AK rings and don't get divorced. Finally, settle out of court and had to possibly admit some type of guilt. Oh. Go on to become MVP, win the championship of the, of the uh, NBA twice after a couple years struggling on a bad team. You know what I'm saying? And become finals MVP. And you won ring short of the legacy of Michael Jordan. And you got one more ring to Shaq. So that's that's what happens in Colorado. Anyway, um... Damn, I'm going to go to Colorado. <laughs> there are two federal funding streams for sex ed in schools. One teaches kids about condoms and birth control pills in addition to how to say no, which is fine. I'm okay with all three of those things. Me yeah. too. Um, right, right. The other approach, abstinence only, is popular among conservatives. They demand it as a condition of reforming health care. Don't forget, Justin is Republican. Uh, the Ritter administration go Republican. decided to <laughs> apply only for the first kind of grant. Worth $3.9 million to Colorado. It didn't seek the $3.2 million in abstinence only funding because the approach is inconsistent with the 2007 state law. We had to make choices, says Lorez Meinhold. Uh, Evidence based pregnancy prevention is something the governor cares a lot about. Uh, the Republican Majority Board of Education wants to abstinence only money anyway. It voted 4 to 3 to seek $3.2 million. The $3.2 million grant. So they want the abstinence grant in addition to the other grant just so they can teach abstinence only in the schools. Which I don't saying I don't see how anybody can support abstinence only teaching. I don't get I don't get how conservatives want abstinence only teaching. Conservatives 
aren't for social assistance right. or for need-based assistance. But the more you teach abstinence, the more likely they are to have sex yep. and have babies really young, which means they will need public aid. So and they like, hate when people have kids. They hate when black people, Hispanics, and shit, poor people have kids. Yeah. See, the true. thing is, y'all, see, that's, a, that's a, one of our Republican tactics is to... We, we got y'all focused in on this. Right. We're really doing something else in the background that's way worse. Yeah. And what you doing, end, Justin? And at the end, they're going to pull out, like, listen, fine, we're going we're gonna to drop it. Oh, so they're going to pull out and use the rhythm man. <laughs> exactly. They're going to pull out, but end up fucking the nation anyway. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now you get it. Now you get it. <laughs> it's just mad shady, man, that they would even go that route. It's, <laughs> it just seems like the. It seems like the only people that really hold on to that type of shit are people that are, like, extremely religious. Or they want to appear extremely religious when people are around. But I don't think nobody can really honestly believe people are not going to fuck, man. Like, <laughs> yo, is your body not working? Do you not have hormones? Yeah, like when you're a teen, you're like, man, I really want to get this ass, but my parents told me to say no. So yeah. Like, no. only. All that teaches you is never have a condom on you because, hey, it's abstinence only. Why would you need a condom, idiot? And next thing you know, you gotta do on fucking Maury talking about the baby ain't mine. Like that's how the shit works, dog. Um, speaking of sex and children, sex offenders. <laughs> this is the headline of this shit is ridiculous. Sex offender can give out candy on Halloween. What for real? I thought it was missing out. Yeah. I thought they posted. How the way you can go to a cave for Halloween? Well, a lot of times they're like round their asses up. Yeah, they'll be for real. They'll be playing. They be getting them sex minutes at town. Lock up for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Halloween on the weekend. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a Sunday. <laughs> Damn, they're like, uh, we gotta come get you on Friday. You know the jail clothes. What song was it? This your Halloween for on the weekend. Oh, that's a Ghetto Boys. Uh, my mind's playing tricks on me. Shout out to the Ghetto Boys. Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. So you can have multiple wives. So you know they already kind of loose with the sex lives. <laughs> Trick or treat is a phrase that a, <laughs> is a phrase that a lot of kids will be saying in a few days. I'm so sure they will. But you may be surprised whose doorbell your child could be ringing. Sex offenders. <laughs> Turns out, sex offenders are free to give kids candy, while other states have restrictions on where offenders can live and what they can do on Halloween. Utah does not. ABC4 rode along with the unified police sex the crime detectives as they made their monthly check, making sure everyone is compliant and staying out of trouble. Interestingly enough, almost all of homes uh, we went to with offenders had children and were getting prepared for Halloween. Wow, you serious? And you know the thing is, I wonder how many sex offenders are like, you know what? I'm thinking about moving to Utah yeah, that's now. Like, yeah. like, that's the state for me. I this know. is really advertising. <laughs> <laughs> sex offender, more sex offenders moved to Utah in September and October. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know what? I could get into the jazz. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with just watching that. That's the Utah's peak season. But you know, the thing is, why it shouldn't really be a problem because... They sh- the children should be out trick-or-treating with their parents right, right there with them. Like, it should be, man. And they already got kids staying at the home of them. I mean, that's weird. Uh, I do it for the magic of the holiday. I don't do it to lure children or take advantage of a situation. A man currently on the registry told ABC4. Well, okay. <laughs> this, this, is the, this is the thing, though, man. The, the magic term, of the holiday. The, the term sex offender is used very loosely because, like, if you piss in public... 
If I go over and piss on the tree, I'm a sex offender if I get caught. Or if you get caught fucking in public or any of that oh, stuff. Oh, here you go defending the sex offenders like I always, Will. I'm just saying, dog. I'm saying, Will, say it when you want to choke bitches, yeah. too, right? Here we go. That's right. Yes, I choke bitches. Is that okay? <laughs> we have established my bitch choking. <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is... First of all, there's no good way to defend yourself of sex offender. I know. No, I know. There's, no quote, there's no quote he could have gave the dude <laughs> that would have made me be like, oh, you know what? You're probably over it. You're the next one. Yeah, we should probably let him go. But, but it, like, it is creepy. The magic of the holiday. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you know they got the worst sounding damn quote they could find. They went and asked all the sex offenders. Yeah. They're like, so what do you think about it? Now, I'm going to just stay home. No, we can't use that. So what do you think about it? <laughs> I wonder if they interview Eddie Long. Like, <laughs> what would he be? Yeah, this he gonna be in Utah. Like, is he? Like, I wonder if he has a stand-in pastor at his church because he has all of a sudden an out-of-town trip. Oh, <laughs> um, Detective Peggy Faulkner and Troy Lopez say though there, though that there is a potential problem with uh, Utah sex offender law. The problem with the list is that it doesn't say what the crime was, and some of the people really don't deserve to be on the registry. I've never heard a cop say that in my life. What kind of cops are these? I think they need to be specifically sure. They need to have a first degree sex offense. Yeah, second degree, yeah, third something degree. like that because I mean, kind of lumping everybody the same. Part group. of the part of the problem with sex offense is there is a there is a group of people that is lumped in with sex offenders. They just did catch a bad one because of technicalities in the law. Like, if you're 20 and you're fucking a 17-year-old in some states, hey, that's statutory rape. You a sex offender, dog. You might never see a day in jail. Might have been consent. You know, might have been completely 100% above board. She might have even lied to you about her age. The law don't give a fuck. But, I say we err on the side of caution. Lock these motherfuckers up when the candy's out. I don't give a fuck how this old this is. I agree. I only statutory rape the sixty year old girl. Okay, cool. We will see you Monday. Pop your ass on this in the paddy wagon. Yeah. Don't drop the soap. <laughs> we will have plenty of candy at down at the station. You know, and you know the inmates love to see that bus coming. <laughs> oh, the sex offenders are here. Ooh. <laughs> Trick or treat, bitch, it's always a trick. <laughs> it's, it's dick or treat in the penitentiary. <laughs> it's all about that booty. That's the booty war. <laughs> uh, some states have requirements where sex offenders have to display signs that say, there's no candy here. We don't have that requirement. <laughs> Just quick. Plenty of hard dick for little kids. Imagine they sign, though, like, I got that good candy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you like to suck on hard candy? <laughs> I'll take you to the candy shop, little kids. Uh, there are more than 6,000 people in, reg- in the registry. Folks that are on the list and probation are not allowed to talk to anyone under 18. But for the rest, they're free and clear to do as they please. So, if you're on the list, you're not supposed to fuck with kids. So, oh, so over 18 people go trick-or-treating? That's what I, I do. I don't know. Shit, that is free candy. I could. It sound like free candy. At, at, at some point, my fucking, uh, my shit kicked in while I was like, I'm too old to be in this costume. <laughs> that's, that's how I felt. Like, I, let's go to a Halloween party. Yeah, and I was only like 14 when that shit kicked in. Like, I wasn't old. I was just like, 
I can't dress as Spider-Man <laughs> and walk my little brother. Like, I've had to dress as a regular nigga and walk my little brother around like, yeah, here you go. Get some candy. Get enough for both of us. But yeah, just up there. That's the trick right there. Yeah. Take kids. Like, I take my kid, I take my brother to the to the front steps and then I'll be like, and why are you throwing candy out? You might as well put something in my bag, too. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm not a You're like, oh, no, this ain't my bag, but here you go. Yeah, this is a little extra for kids could make it. Um... So apparently Charlie Sheen's been messing with that candy that makes you dandy. Uh, Charlie Sheen's fantastic family trip before alleged hotel room trash. Uh, the actress, they're talking about Denise Richards. Uh, Denise Richards says her two daughters had a fantastic time with their father, Charlie Sheen, before he allegedly trashed the hotel room. Now they keep saying he just trashed the hotel room, but hopefully the details are in this article. The actress was in New York with her ex-husband and their two girls, Sam, six, and five-year-old Lola. Over the weekend, and despite the actor being taken to the hospital to undergo psychiatric evaluation, Denise says, says the girls have happy memories of their time together. She held five years on coke the whole time. Let's go to work! Let's go! Come on, hurry up! They just sprinkled a little in their breakfast, that's all. <laughs> she told the website, man, those kids. Yeah, dude. She told the website Pop Eater... Uh, that they had <laughs> they think <laughs> apparently uh, the inquiry isn't paying her anymore for stories they think they had a fantastic trip in New York with their mommy and daddy and that their daddy went home early uh, we went shopping uh, took them to the museum together took them to the Mary Poppins so they had a great trip uh, on Tuesday Charlie was found drunk and naked with an escort in his hotel room and was taken to the New York hospital to undergo to undergo psychiatric evaluation what? after allegedly trashing his suite at the City Plaza at the City's Plaza Hotel. Okay, found or found drunk and naked. Somebody heard him having a good time. Then <laughs> was like, he's having too much fun in that fucking room. Yeah, he just popped a With couple E and didn't have time to clean up. Yeah, who caught him? Who found him? The police <laughs> when they were called. Um. However, Denise says she's not dwelling on the situation, just concentrating on protecting her daughters. She says, uh, it is what it is. I can't change what happened. All I can do is move forward and keep my girls protected from the situation. That's what I'm doing. I'm so grateful that they're still young enough to not know what's going on. Meanwhile, it's been revealed that the escort in Charlie's room at the time of the alleged incident is porn star is a porn star named Christina Walsh. So it's fucking a porn star. However, her father, Paul Walsh, is, man, that's got to suck to get that fucking call. Yeah. So we uh, caught your daughter, the porn star. <laughs> We'd like to get a quote for the article. <laughs> the, porn, the porn star hooker. Yeah, I got to go to work tomorrow. I, I was going to say, if she a porn star, she really hooking? Like, I mean, she's, yeah, she's rehearsing. She can get a lot more money than fucking Charlie Sheen. I don't know. Charlie Sheen is the highest paid actor in fucking television. Y'all, did y'all know that? You know, that's, know. that's ridiculous. Three and a half men? Yeah, three and a half men. He, he probably just, he probably just, right. He probably just throwing money at that right. <laughs> he fucking. He made it rain in those. Yeah. She was running around chasing the money around and accidentally knocked a few things over. So her father says, I'm not quite sure exactly what she does. I always talk to her and she says, why do we have to talk about money? So she is hoeing. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. I honestly don't know about her private life. Except that she's a hoe. <laughs> Charlie, 45, has downplayed the incident in which he allegedly trashed the room after accusing Christina of stealing his wallet, saying it's been overblown. A spokesperson for the actor has claimed the incident was, 
was down to an allergic reaction to medication. Oh, I cocaine. <laughs> I don't know. No medication to get me drunk and make me want to well, The thing is, though, they like he sleep in his own fucking room. If he decide to have clothes on or not, that's his business. Especially after he just got some pussy. Yeah, nigga was sleeping real hard. Nigga, that's he all. just got some pussy. Turned up, put his stuff in his mouth. She got, she got, <laughs> and she got, he got some porn star pussy. So she was working him out. Nigga yeah. was tired. But I don't know. The thing is though, like when they say trash, like. Like was it just a lamp turn? Like I like to see. Let me see. I say, let me see a picture. I guarantee one. I guarantee Coke was involved. Two. She probably did steal his motherfucking wallet. <laughs> More than likely. Yeah. She probably tried to roll him. When that's where they wait till you get naked, steal your shit, run out the room, and then you look like the fool. You know what I'm saying? Cause you running around like, where the fuck is my wallet? You see a naked bitch running around with my wallet? <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, man. 88 year old fins off intruder. A feisty 88-year-old Kentucky woman says she must have had perfect aim when she fought off an intruder by kicking him. Oh, she had a white woman. This dude must be ashamed of himself. That's all right. right. 88-year-old woman kick your ass, dog. You need to get out the robbery game. Uh, Catherine Bayasi uh, says she came upon the intruder who was wearing a pumpkin mask. <laughs> At 5 a.m. Tuesday in her kitchen. Crime just does not pay with it. No, it does not. That kind of thieves up at 5 a.m. <laughs> the hard work. You got to get getting people. his money, dog. Old people got an excuse. She doing a sunrise special. He got to do some sleep. Yeah. Uh, she told the, uh, the news station that she asked him who he was and what he, <laughs> and what he wanted and he never answered her. Instead, wrestling her into the bedroom and trying to smother her with a pillow. <laughs> hey. But now see, he should have just played that shit like she had Alzheimer's. The old woman asked you, she's 88, who are you? What are you doing in my bedroom? Go back to sleep, mom. It's me. That's your son, Jimmy. Just lay down and where's the money, by the way? Are you seeing your safe? Uh, well, I'm the plumber. You called me. You don't remember? <laughs> the pumpkin plumber. That's what I do. That's why Beyonce, uh, that's when Beyonce said she was mad enough to do almost anything. So she kicked him. And she said she thinks she hit a vital spot and he left. So she kicked this dude in the nuts. <laughs> and he gave up. Was <laughs> this the karate kid? Like, I was bullied when I was a kid. That shit never works. I want to know how fast could an 88 year old woman That's exactly what I'm saying. If they fit now. I'm know. just saying that. 88, they take their vitamins. I don't see that coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm like, whoop. <laughs> she got, one thing is she was working a cane. Because old right. people can whip that cane quick. But lift your damn leg. Maybe she got old man strength. Or old woman strength. Yeah. I'm just saying he has to see it coming. That's the difference between old man strength and old ass man strength. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm not gonna, maybe you know, I'm not gonna find out. I don't fuck with nobody over my age. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that fuck that. You never know. That, I don't fuck with him because the risk reward is too little. <laughs> oh, you beat up an 88 year old man. Shame <laughs> on you, Will. You know why? You lose the fight. You got beat up by an 88 year old man. No, no, this is why you don't fuck with old people. Old people don't fight, they shoot. Every old person I know is strapped. Yeah, so I ain't, I ain't gonna have, no old, old people person. ain't got nothing to lose. They know yeah. they gonna die soon. So they <laughs> gonna, one of us gonna die, one of us gonna die. Yeah. They gonna yeah. find somebody. Like I've already, no. yeah, I've already seen the light. I, I was hoping the day would be the day. <laughs> I just want to take one person with me. Speaking of speaking of seeing the light, 
Uh, y'all heard about the dude in Notre Dame that died? Oh, just terrible. Uh, Notre, Notre Dame victims prophetic uh, final tweets. Declan Sullivan Jr. videotaping uh, football practice perched on a tower dies after it topples in high winds. Tragedy struck Notre Dame's fighting Iris. At least he was close to touchdown Jesus, so. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he went to heaven. Man, I wish you could see this dude's picture. He's like, save me, touchdown Jesus, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Give me some more sin, huh? Too late. Yeah, I had to tweet that. I didn't hit sin. Uh, <laughs> tragedy struck uh, Notre Dame's fighting Irish on Wednesday after what turned out to be the victim's final tweets proved eerie in the light of what happened. And by the way, this is one of my worst fears with plot. Because I tweet a lot. So I, I don't want my death to be catching on to a Twitter. <laughs> oh, I want the last shit that I say to at least be cool. Or <laughs> like, hey, they shouldn't let Pete Rose to the Hall of Fame. Ah! Oh! <laughs> uh, after a bad loss to Navy last weekend, the team took pra the practice field despite winds gusting up to 51 miles an hour. Ooh, that's strong. High above the field, 20-year-old Declan Sullivan, a junior from Long Grove, Illinois, uh, who also worked as a team's videographer was taping uh, what pra that practice in a portable lift. It was 3.22 p.m. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Slight warm cool. breeze coming from the southwest. Can we get to the tweets? Uh, <laughs> Sullivan tweeted a grim premonition. Gust of wind up to 60 miles per hour. Well, today will be fun at work. Guess I've lived long enough. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> So apparently he was funny too. This is this is <laughs> this is the kind of shit that's gonna happen to me. I can tell. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, that's why I'm never. That's why I never wanted to be like rappers or people that release shit where they're like ready to die, born to die, just warm until they join me. I'm like no, no. When I die, they're gonna be like he knew he was gonna die, son. Um, <laughs> the tower holding Sullivan stood about 50 feet above the ground and according to experts shouldn't have been used in winds exceeding 25 miles an hour uh, at 4.06pm a clearly distressed Sullivan tweeted again holy shit holy shit this is terrifying nigga you could have been climbing down <laughs> oh, what are you doing he got the controls at the top window yeah. he's like one last tweet <laughs> <laughs> the bomb is going off hold on man I'm not getting the signal um some 45 minutes later, the, top the tower collapsed, uh, crashing through the fence and landing on the street below. Sullivan was rushed to the hospital where he later died. <laughs> you think he had a tweet on the way to the hospital? <laughs> no! Give me my Blackberry! <laughs> I just want to let the world know. Hit sin, AR man! Hit sin! <laughs> my 500 followers need to know about this shit. Uh, it's pretty horrific to think about it, to say the least, uh, said one Notre Dame student. Uh, something like this is def uh, definitely going to hit the campus hard. I'm sure he I believe it already well, already did hit the campus hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just the thing is, when you see the picture of this guy, do you really think he had... People really knew who he was on campus? Probably, Probably. not. If that's home security, just hang up, Karen. Just, just don't, don't answer that. Sorry, y'all. Phone ringing. Karen does not operate it. <laughs> um. Anyway, man. So, uh, home security. Yeah, home security. Probably like they record now. Did you say Xbox? <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Like, first of all, I wonder how much the toughness of football played in on this. Like, dude, like a coach, man. It's 53 miles. Get your ass up there. It's Notre Dame, damn it. Real quick. 
But, uh, yeah, they do have a real coach now. Because they got rid of Charlie White, so they do have a real coach now. Yeah, that's good for them. I would have quit. I mean, 51 miles an hour, you can barely stand in there, man. That would have been one. And then he probably doing that job for free. Hell yeah, no. probably no scholarship or anything. No. Just doing that shit. They, they probably did a job. Yeah. Way to clean it up. Way to clean it up, Notre Dame. It doesn't work. The stipend is not worth dying. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> not. Uh, but anyway, that dude's dead. He tweeted about it. Uh, Omaha, <laughs> man accused of waterboarding his girlfriend. Damn. Oh, yes. Like, bitch, you cheating. Uh, the, the subtitle on this article is, a 20-year-old Lincoln man is facing several charges. Like, <laughs> word, it's like, this nigga fucked up. Um, well, waterboarding, I'm, I'm lost. I'm a, you don't know what waterboarding is? Sorry, I'm not a That's one of them street Well, as a Republican, you should know. You should You should definitely know about waterboarding if you're Republican, man. That's when they... I'm fucking on abortion! <laughs> it's not, well, I'll tell you what. It's Damn, black man! <laughs> it's not nearly as fun as it sounds. Telling the Republican what we should know. <laughs> the first time I heard waterboarding, I thought it was like recreation. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, they're taking the waterboard. Why yeah. they, they, why they treat these the terrorists? This is the class. I don't understand. Yeah, why they treat these terrorists so nice? <laughs> they're like waterboarding. All right, so basically. Should I explain uh, what waterboarding is? Maybe it'll happen in the article. If not, we'll explain it to John. Lincoln police say Trevor Case has been charged with false imprisonment, domestic assault, and making terroristic threats. Investigators say the 22-year-old woman told officers that Case confronted her Saturday morning when she got home from work and accused her of being with someone else. The woman told police Case bound her wrist, tied her to a couch, and stuck socks in her mouth. I hope they were clean. She said he then put a shirt over her head and poured water over it, creating the sensation of drowning. That's what water water is. Police say the woman was able to twist free. The report says her wrists were bruised and swollen. So where did the terrorist threats come in? Like that he was like, I'm gonna fucking blow up. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. Like you, you tell somebody like I'm gonna kill you or whatever. Anytime you waterboard somebody, that's terror. You're a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're American and you're waterboarding an alien. Here's, here's and then, a, you're, then you're a patriot. Here's the only. Here's the only problem I have with this article. Was she cheating or was she not? Damn! <laughs> like, how you just gonna leave that detail out? Well, I was wondering. I say if she was cheating, case closed, case dismissed, let him go. She had to be cheating because she was able to escape a tied knot, which obviously they haven't done before. Right, yeah. He's like, how'd you learn that trick? She's like, Jerome, I mean, you're you never find out. You gotta kill me. Because <laughs> obviously if they've done that before, he'd know how to keep her tied. And maybe the FBI should look into hiring this dude. I'm just saying. <laughs> maybe we got to. I, I would like to know what it is. Well, apparently not because his technique is poor and a little 22 year old chick can get out. We can teach him how to tie a knot. That's the technicality, yeah. That's, and that's a, that's a whole trick. It's like, yeah. That's like it's hard to find somebody with enough lack of conscience to just waterboard their own love and life. <laughs> like, that's a, that's, but you know what? On the real though, I've never dated somebody that cheated on me that I know of. But, uh, oh, I'm about to say, there's somebody else in a relationship, you know, you know you like to go out to the shops with wheels, so is something you know? <laughs> Damn! Damn. <laughs> Good comeback, sister girlfriend! That's a strong black woman! <laughs> I mean, you know, you know... Did you see her shake her neck and pop her fingers while she did it? <laughs> so, um, here's what I'm saying, though. If, like, as far as... Well, are you cheating, though? <laughs> you had to warn me. You'll never find out. Um, no, no, I'm too lazy to cheat. 
Hit if y'all leave, I will get to the bottom of this. We'll, <laughs> we'll grab them socks for you. We'll grab them t-shirts. No, do not. I need a bucket of water. But if you're dating somebody that you don't trust, that all this article tells me is how frustrating it must be. When you just like, because you know, cheaters lie about everything. I've seen the show Cheaters. I know how it is. You're like, why did you, uh, why did you put the mail over here instead of over there? It's just like, what mail? Like, niggas, we, we both looking at the mail. Why you trying to turn me into a crazy person? You do that enough, I guarantee dude was just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm looking up waterboard on Google tonight, and it's going down. We will find out if she cheats. Um, I don't have time or the patience to deal with that. Mm-hmm. All right, so apparently two blonde chicks got into a fight. B-L-O-B-L-O-N-E-E. Blonde. I know I'm from the South, so it sounds like blind, but blonde. Um, drinks were thrown and, and blood was spilt when two blondes clashed in a bar about who looked the best in a silver dress. A jury has been told. This sounds like some shit off the Bad Girls Club. First of all, um, did this motherfucking, this journalist didn't have a lot to do that day? <laughs> it's a very descriptive bar fight. Well, they went to trial. If it's two blondes, they probably got some implants. Yeah, maybe they was hot. That's what he was into. Um, Victoria Chap Clap Clapham, uh, hmm. <laughs> 22, wore the dress on a night out in Central Wellington late last year. It was given to her by her friend Matthew Vibbert and his mother. Hey, mother. <laughs> <laughs> I've never given anybody a gift co-signed by my mama, and that wasn't in my family. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't take a chick out on a date and be like. Girl, I got you this necklace. Oh, thanks, my mom. <laughs> she did put in on it. Like, I'm gonna like you, so we got you this. <laughs> <laughs> what that really means is his mom bought that, and then he took credit. Yep. Um, like, somebody found she, out about that. Like, my mom said she had to sign her name. On like, it. who even repeated that? Uh, but here's how. Here's the twist. She said she did not know that he had previously given it to another woman. <laughs> oh. Play up, play up. <laughs> Hey, I say it's cheaper to keep the dress. Some people say it's cheaper to keep her. I say it's cheaper to keep the items and re-gift them. Uh, it's the first. His first owner, Bridget Masters, twin, was Mr. Barbert's former girlfriend. And sparks flew when the two blondes crossed paths in the in the toilets at the former Temperance Bar in November 28th. So these chicks met in the. Bathroom yeah, or in, did, the, in the bar bathroom. Like this, she must have waited for her to go to the bathroom. That's that, and then she was like, "I'm gonna get her when she by herself." Oh man, she repose the dress. <laughs> I don't know what else it took back in day to somebody else. And what happens if you win this fight? You get the dress. Like, what, what did she think was gonna happen? She get the best looking. Get bragging rights. This is why you don't. You know, I always like. I know the player hadn't said you take the ring back. You know what I'm saying? It's not yours. The man gave it to you as a promise of marriage. But I say be careful about what you take from these women, man. They crazy. Shout to the boy. Yeah, shout out, y'all. Um, Mrs. Clapham told the jury she knew Masters and Mr. Viber had broken up, but not the dress had previously belonged to Masters. Masters was first uh, was first to throw a drink when the pair met in the toilet. Am I the only one that keeps hearing the Bad Girl theme song in my head? <laughs> bad Girls! Uh, Miss Clapham. I know I like that little dance. She's smoking a cigarette like this. That's the sluttiest song of all time. That's my jam. I'm sorry. Yeah, that shit is what I want, what I get. Yeah. The clap or STD. Oh, damn. 
and y'all that said negative messages, keep on sending them because apparently you didn't realize I have to approve every comment on my fucking page, idiot. So guess what doesn't get approved? Your shit. Be nice. What's wrong with being nice? <laughs> Did this shit go out of style? It doesn't. Be nice. It gets you further in life. Be nice. Anyway, man, hit us up. Automatic Facebook, iTunes. Uh, search for the Blackout Tips. Leave us comments and reviews. Also, go to theblackouttips.com. Look on our blog. Right hand side is a donate button. Click on there. Give us some money. You know what I'm saying? Show these haters that they can't hold us down and that your money will help keep us going while they show is just still trying to come up and get like us. Yeah, donate you have to might actually have to listen to their podcast. Yeah, exactly, man. Listen to that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if y'all don't donate, y'all gonna be end up listening to the subpar podcast. You watch Fox Sports? Hell no, you watch the original. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to call the show 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. We will respond to it. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That as a DAT. And I'm Mr. Montgomery. Mr. Underscore Montgomery. Rhyme over reason. Jeremy, you on Twitter at all? Facebook. Facebook. I'm not putting the real name in. I ain't going to put Jeremy government out there. We got to give him a Twitter account or something. Well, man. real name ain't on Facebook either. Oh, okay. <laughs> Follow uh, Young Pimp Sunny <laughs> Jenkins the third. J Murder 187. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyway. <laughs> Alright, well, until next time, love you, sweet. Wow.